What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 12 of the SauceCast. But this is our eighth episode with a rep being interviewed. We're so excited to be here today. We have Alex Johnson in the Virginia office. Alex, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. This is awesome. On top of that, we also have Carson Buse, the relentless director, Alex's leader. Carson, thanks for being here as well. Anytime. This is such an exciting sauce cast. We've been kind of building up to this the last couple of weeks and trying to make it happen. Alex, sorry, it's kind of been all over the place with scheduling, but we're so excited to have you. And I think this will be a very, very beneficial sauce cast for all of our rookies. I mean, this morning you and I jumped on a phone call for about a half hour and we just talked about different things. And the overwhelming thought I had every single time was, man, if I was a rookie, if I was a brand new rep, I would love to hear from Alex. That's what I thought. And every podcast is different. Sometimes it's more towards leadership. Sometimes it's more towards second year reps. But today, this is a rookie podcast because as a rookie, you've learned so much and I'm super excited to hear about it. Thanks. Appreciate it. I'm sure Carson feels the same way. 100%. Yeah. Alex, Alex is a guy that's proved and Alex kind of overcome some some obstacles and has been a guy that's really pushed through those things and Alex is crushing it just crushing it right now so Alex is the guy to look up to and ask questions and um, I'd reach out to Alex if I was a rookie and was struggling awesome well Alex without further ado I want to jump into your bio I want to jump in a little about who you are you're new to empower and we're so big this year that I want to make sure that everybody knows who you are right and so here's a bio on Alex. Alex is a first-year rep at Empower. You did come out last fall, but only for about a month. So I would consider this your first year. You grew up in Utah. You're a Utah local. And you grew up in the Camas Valley. Dude, Camas is one of my favorite spots ever. That is so beautiful up there. Um, by far one of the most beautiful and cold parts of Utah, right? For sure. And so you're kind of a country boy a little bit too. I mean, the population there can't be too big. Yeah, it's like 2,000. Okay, population 2,000. And Alex ended up going to South Summit High School. You graduated in 2018. And throughout high school, you wrestled and played football, which I know you think that's one of the big reasons you have a strong work ethic is from high school sports, right? Especially wrestling. For sure, totally. After high school, when you graduated, you went on LDS mission and you served in Fresno, California. Dude, kind of the hood a little bit. <laughs> So actually, I mean, I never actually served in Fresno. It's just the surrounding areas. So it was okay. like a farm town kind of deal. So you fit in perfectly right, being from Camas. Yeah, totally. Awesome. And then after your mission, when you got home, you immediately started working, washing windows on commercial buildings in downtown Salt Lake. So these are the high rise, big buildings, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, right there. That takes some courage. I don't think Carson Buse could do that. Could you do that, Carson? No chance, dude. <laughs> like, to scale a building and wash the windows? Like, how high up would you be sometimes, Alex? Um, I mean, Salt Lake's, like, it has tall buildings, but it's not anything, like, crazy. Um, it's obviously tall enough to, you wouldn't want to take a fall or anything. But I think the highest I got was, like, 25 stories or something like that. <laughs> not crazy. Not just just 25 I mean, stories. If, if you compare it to New York or something, it's like they're just little guys. Yeah. And I think when they say a story, isn't each story supposed to be 10 feet? No. Commercial, they're bigger. 
So okay. that 25 story was close to like 300 feet. Dude, 300 feet in the air. I mean, that's that's pretty ballsy, honestly, to be 300 feet in the air dangling washing windows. Yeah, it was a, it was a good time for sure. And then shortly after Alex started, you saw the opportunity to start your own window washing business. I know it was a couple months after. You did that for a while until one of your buddies convinced you to go sell solar, right? Right, yeah. And then you first went out, it was last fall, for a different company, not for Empower, but you quickly realized that that wasn't the company you wanted to be at, and that's when you reached out to Diego Facer and started working for Empower. Is that correct? Right. So you have a little bit of experience working for multiple solar companies. We're going to touch on, we're going to touch on that during the SauceCast. And since then, it's been a crazy ride for you, dude. I mean, this year's had some ups and downs. But as a rookie this year, you've currently sold 31 deals year to date. That's a pretty big accomplishment. And you've had multiple weeks closing six deals in a week. I mean, is that, is that right, Carson, Alex? Is that, are those stats correct? Well, what was your highest week? Uh, seven or eight? No, six. no, it's been six. Have you, six. How many times have you done six? Once just or twice? Just twice. Twice. It's freaking sweet, dude. I mean, as a it's rookie, really awesome. to throw down six deals in a week, that's a big deal. Alex, Alex, do it twice. Alex has never been like crazy, crazy swamped with sets, though, either, except maybe one of your six, right? Um, I can't remember, but I think they're, the first one was like 13. Or, yeah, around 13. I can't remember. Something like that. Like, like the thing that Diego always highlights Alex with, and like obviously myself as well, is like Alex, like the other day, is still getting self gens. You know, Alex has setters, doesn't care. He's just always self genning. Getting self gens. Yep. And that was That's a big, I mean, when I was talking That's to Alex ship. this morning, a big emphasis that he said was, I think I can help reps that are new to self genning. I think I can help reps that are rookies. Yeah. Like that's probably where my, maybe my expertise could come into. And so I'm excited to talk about that. But to have 31 closed deals as a rookie and we're only in June, dude, you're on track for a huge, huge year. So you should yeah. be stoked on that. Congrats there. And that's why you're on the sauce cast, dude. One thing I will say too is that Alex and all the guys in Virginia Beach don't get canceled. They do not have cancels at all. They're so minimal. And it's the way that they close. It's the way that they follow up with their homeowners and things like that. But they're killing it. Alex can have a lot of installs. So, Alex, after all those accomplishments, we've just read your bio. People know who you are. Now let's talk about what makes you tick and what makes you so good. We can't waste any time here. Alex, I want to hear from you kind of your story. We don't usually do this. This is more rare on the SauceCast. But I want to hear from you, how has your experience been? Tell me about the last four to six months, because I think a lot of rookies might be able to relate to you and the ups and downs and to try and summarize what your experience has been so far in your sales career. Yeah, I think it's uh, definitely been the solar coaster for sure. Um, my first two weeks, I, I started out, you know, had some success and then transitioned into self training pretty quickly in my opinion, probably a little too soon. Um, and I just hit adversity like right off the bat. So for three weeks, I had 15 sits. Um, so my problem wasn't setting, it was closing. Um, and my 15th um, closed, but the only reason was because Carson Buse, you know, my boy sat it with me. Um, and so, and that was the end of the, the season. 
Um, and then went back to Utah. So I knew going into the following year that there was going to have to be some kind of change. Like I had to really focus on closing. Um, so with the two, three months I had off, I focused a lot on role playing, reading, training, um, you know, whatnot like that. Um, came back out five more sits, um, didn't get a deal on my own. And I was just so, so discouraged. Like I had just driven my car across the country. Um, didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. Um, I think, I think the most discouraging thing for me was cause was like, I, I was working like hard, my, my very best and it just wasn't good enough. Um, so that was, that was super discouraging. I think what also added to it was in December, I was in a um, church meeting in Orem, and there was a girl that was speaking that mentioned um, she wanted to go on a mission and uh, felt prompted to not go on a mission. 18 months later, her mom passes away, and um, she has a spiritual experience feeling like God was like merciful, letting her stay, um, spend that time with her mom. Well, two, three weeks before that, I had figured out my dad um, had or got diagnosed with um, stage four prostate cancer. And so I'm sitting in the meeting, you know, like, frick, am I supposed to go do sales? Like, what does God want me to do? Because I, I feel like I try and do a pretty, uh, I say that, pretty good job um, trying to do what God wants me to do. And so I was just like, frick, I'm not succeeding out here. Does God want me to go back because my dad's going to pass away? Like, it's just super tough. And I was just in despair, like, calling people up, like, help, SOS, you know. And then later that week, I got a couple closes, and but they both canceled. So um, that was tough. But, uh, since then, I, I think I've only had like four, four or five closes or cancels since then. So yeah. it's been there. four or five of thirty-one. So I just want to make sure that I heard this right. You last fall when you came out, you had fifteen sits, and one out of fifteen closed. Is that yeah. what I heard? Because of Carson Buse, yeah. Because Carson was I, there. If I remember it, didn't you pitch most of that? Uh, I th- didn't we do like kind of tag team? Like I, 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 mean, tag I, team I, I could get off the you know the, the presentation, but like once it came to negotiating or like kind of like <laughs> yeah, actually then closing them down, he, just, he yeah. just took the reins. Yeah. So you had 15 sits, none of them closed. Well, one of them closed, and then yep. you went home. And this is December, and so right. you're kind of thinking, "Wow, should I do this job again?" Should I go out there? I didn't have a lot of success. I didn't make crazy money, right, for your time out there. You might have had some. Did you have any set closes go through? So I had, no. So one install. <laughs> so I made like $800. And, <laughs> and so you made about 800 bucks in the fall. And you're sitting in church and you hear, hey, maybe don't go leave your family if someone's struggling in your family. And you find out your dad has cancer. And maybe you need to stay and you're trying to battle that. And you decide to come out and sell again. And then you get out and start selling again. And you, your first five sits, they also don't close. Right. And what a mindset thing, dude. Like you are a freak. Your dad has cancer. He is struggling. You didn't have success before. You've been practicing all off season. You get out there. You drove across the whole country. You taught Virginia, not a small feat. Yeah. And you still didn't have a lot of success. What happened after that? Like after those five set closes, did or that close that didn't work out? What happened after that? And Alex, before you before you dive into that, like just so everyone knows, like 
Alex was never the guy that was like, even when he was like trying to figure out like if he should stay or not, like Alex isn't the guy that is like, oh, do I go home? Do I stay? Whatever. And doesn't work for two days. Mm-hmm. Like Alex, Alex would still like pull tons of bills. Alex like, I might be leaving Alex tonight, but I'm knocking doors all day. Yeah. yeah. Alex, Alex, is the guy, Alex is the guy that like was still really, really working hard. And that, which is rare. Usually when you think you might go home or there's a chance, you usually stop working. Right, that's the common yeah. trend, and so that shows a lot about you as well, Alex. Sorry to answer the question. Um, so after that, so I had the two two closes that week, um, which were like answers to prayers. Honestly, like they those were very needed. Um, so you're six and seven set. It's a good fast. Yeah, and and they they both canceled. Um, but then the following week, I, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did a self, uh, self gen same day, and and that installed, so that was that was good. And then you know slowly you got by yourself on that one, too, right? All three of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so um, finally you had a self gen. Yeah, and slowly got better. Um, So like I think February had three deals, Uh, March I had eight, and then April was super tough for me. Only had two, and then May. had 15 february so. you had five i did february sure? five march or did you have how many did you have in march eight okay i might have it mixed up because i had march six so yeah three in february eight in march yeah april yeah. may how many did you have for may 15 that's what i got yeah dude and you're at four right now or and then you had four in april and you're out of town for most of it, or what? Uh, two, I had two in April, so two in April, okay. And but I was out of town, yeah. But still, it was, it was tough, tough month for sure. Okay, so you're at 31 total right now, 31 closed deals. Right. The reason that I was thinking this morning, as we talked, and you told me your story about how you went out there, didn't have success, came home, had hard things at home, went back, whatever. The reason I was thinking about rookies so much is because there are so many rookies that have a hard time at the beginning. Like it is no joke. Like there is a learning curve in solar, right? We can all be honest about that. That's a real thing. It's what happens. Once you get past it, you pop off and make tons of money. And you probably are super stoked that you're selling solar now with 31 deals in the pipeline, right? (laughs) But obviously there was times that you wanted to quit, that you wanted to bell, that you were not liking it. How did you get through that, man? Like as a new rookie, how did you keep pushing every single day when you weren't having success and when things at home weren't going well? Um, well, I think you got to understand too, like everybody comes with a different skill set. Um, some people just, you know, are a little bit better at selling and have more talent and that, you know, natural ability that way. Unfortunately, I was not that guy. I'm, I'm more of an introvert, you know, um, <laughs> not, not people oriented. Um, so I think, understanding that it's a skill that you can develop is super you know um it's hopeful right you and understanding that i think like you mentioned jake my wrestling um background and then also my mission like just taught me how to deal with you know being miserable and and um still showing up and you know I think there's, you know, tools that you can have to deal with discouragement and stuff. But at the end of the day, I mean, you, you just got to show up and do your best. Um, I, I mean, it just, you got to have some kind of grit to just keep going. 
Yeah. So you you draw you, you drew in a lot of past experiences and totally. you just kind of kept pushing yourself every day. Now that you're considered one of the biggest studs in the company, I mean to have multiple weeks doing six. It's funny, Carson this morning when I was talking to him, he's like, I'm not that big of a stud. I'm not like a Tanner Leishman, is what he said. And I said, <laughs> Bro, you are. Like you're a rookie that's thrown down multiple six spots. You have 30 plus closed deals. Like you are a stud. And so I want to hear from you, in your opinion, what is your secret sauce, dude? That's why we call it the sauce podcast. It's supposed to be divulging your secret sauce. What is that about Alex Johnson? So I think like I'm not most, the thing I'm most proud about is where I started to where I am now. Um, so when I said, I'm not like this you know, big baller, like 10 leashman, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm selling, but it's, if you look at where I started, I think that's where, you know, I'm really, you know, happy and grateful. But my secret sauce, I don't know if there's one thing, but I think it's best to explain something that's really resonated with me since before the mission. is like, if you had a older sibling and they went and burnt their hand on the hot stove, like, you could figure out two ways that the stove's hot. You could either leverage their experience or you could go burn your own hand. And so I think, like, with sales, you can leverage other people's experiences. There's, there's no shortcuts to success here, but there are smart cuts, I think. And so, you know, leveraging Diego's experience, you know, has helped me so much. Um, you know, if you listen to his podcast about realization rates, he had a 50% last year. This year, he's at, you know, closer to 90%. And so everything I know is predominantly you know, what Diego has taught me. And so I just, you know, do what he says and I leverage his experience so that I don't have to, you know, go through those same things. I've had the opportunity to go on the off season. I went to Timber Moose and uh, connected with Alex McFarlane. Yeah. And that guy is honestly one of the most <laughs> genuine, like such a down to earth dude. And um, yeah. We got talking. He offered to help. You know, I kind of told him my situation. I was like, get my bucket closing. And he offered to jump on a, a call to, you know, role play with me. That never ended up happening. But a month or two later at the office, he, uh, he sat down with me, did a little one on one training, gave me some tips on like not making your close a presentation. And I know for a fact that I have made money because he took those 10, 15 minutes, which is so sick. Like, um, I so appreciate Alex and like, he's, he's not making any money off of me. Like we're not even in the same region, but it's just like him being a good human helped me. And I was able to leverage his experience. Um, you know, he installed over 50 deals last year and imply that. And I think this sauce cast like is so sick too. Like I've listened to all of them and I've pulled, you know, from Hans, from, you know, I use Zach Lewis's clothes, um, just, a little bit from everybody has really helped me to, you know, what's the word? Shorten the learning curve, I think. Dude, sure. that was good stuff. I know you have something yeah. to say, but that's amazing stuff. Yeah, I, and I, I think that the one of the coolest things that I – well, so two things, like when I think about – or there's three things when I think about Alex. One is he's, he's a very disciplined guy, and, like, it's like, it's like almost – intimidating how disciplined he is like if you're around him you like you feel like you have to be waking up at like four you gotta be perfect yeah. he's that guy <laughs> i and can see that alex is obviously very obedient very spiritual um takes that very seriously and then alex is super humble 
like everything that he just talked about right here. And I feel like that's something that as rookies and like, I struggled with that a lot is it's like, man, if I want to be a really good salesman or a good leader, or a good parent, whatever it is, I just need to go and learn from X, Y, and Z person. Yeah. You know, or if like, I want to get shredded, like I need to go and get a coach, mm-hmm. you know, like, like let, let the experts do what the experts do. And like Alex is just, thrown his ego out the window and said, okay, I want to get from here to here. I want to become this person. And he's just stolen everything that Diego does well, everything that Alex McFarlane does, and he's just absorbed everything from everyone. And, like, it's pretty cool to hear you say that, dude. I love that. That's such a great tip for people. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I've seen that rookies struggle with. And when you ask them, like, hey, are you open to feedback? And they're, like, really hesitant. For to sure. Take it. You're like, you, know, you, don't, you don't have to have it, but – like I know what you're struggling with. Yeah, like I've been know? there. Like, like yeah, I've been I, I in your had shoes. The exact same problem that yes. you had, and this is what fixed it for me. For sure. Like, let me just help you. I'm, I'm not like, I'm not like, you know, trying to take any glory. It's just like, I know what you're struggling with. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the the guys that struggle, it's either they're not working hard or their skill set, and they're not willing to improve their skill set, or it's just time. And for Alex, it was just time. Dude, I agree. Like, I would 100% echo everything Carson said. It's cool that I ask you what your secret sauce is, and you pretty much said learning from others. If I had like summarize that whole thing, yeah, right. I mean, is that correct? Is that fair to say, Alex? Yep, like leveraging other people's experiences. Yeah, yeah, he's like, like Alex to a T. Like, doesn't take any credit. Like, he's done a bajillion things. Like, Alex has gone through so many videos, like done all these different things and is, is investing in himself so heavily. It takes zero credit. It's just like, yeah, everyone, everyone else. Dude. And I love, love that. Alex. And I think that just like Carson just said, that's something that every rookie could learn from. I mean, every totally. single rookie company wide could learn from learn like, from people that have already been there. There's a reason that your leaders are your leaders, right? It's not just because they got lucky. It's not just because one day they got promoted like, if you have a leader in this company, it's because they work their freaking ass off to get there. Yeah. Right? And that's that's so cool that you can say that. It's also cool that you use the tools you have. Dude, the sauce cast, that's a tool. Going to Timber Moose last year. If you would have said, oh, Timber Moose, it's far away. I don't know. I don't want to drive there. It's snowing outside. It's Christmas time. I don't want to go. You would have lost out on meeting Alex McFarland, who's apparently really helped you. Right? which I love Alex. He's one of my closest friends at the power. I really do love him. And that's a huge shout out to that, right? Yeah. Being at events, being present where you go and being available to talk to people. Yeah. Another thing that I just was kind of thinking as you were talking is like, sometimes like there are, pe- there's people in situations right now that like, maybe they're like, I don't respect my leader mm-hmm. or maybe I don't respect this person. And so they don't want to take, what they're doing right it's like dude like leverage them yes leverage that if someone's you know like if if he's really good at selling but he's a total douchebag it doesn't matter bro totally take everything that he has mm-hmm. on the selling aspect like that is what you can take and leverage like steal it from him yeah use like, it take dude. all of that take everything like if you can pick apart the pieces like christy and i talk about like parenting and things and like we'll see parents and we can talk about things that people do bad, but at the end of the day, we're like, we want to do what we want to do good. And then let's take just like the really good things from these aspects. And it's the same thing. Like Alex is just a perfect example of someone taking the good things for, for like any rookies that feel like, man, I don't want to like listen to my leader. Mm-hmm. 
bro, listen to him for the things that he does have results with because then you're going to be able to take those and, and have the results too. I love that, dude. I mean, Carson, you know every single time we have a meeting with our directors, we always talk about a leadership principle. Yeah. I, I, I try and do it religiously, and we talked about ego last time. Yeah. And it was about, dude, keep your ego in check and take their advice. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if you like them. They can do the job. For right? sure. And so that's cool. That's a really cool secret sauce you have there. And obviously it's working. And so now I want to try and transition to if you're a rookie or if you're new to this job and you're new to self-genning, what are some tips that you would give a new rookie or a new self-gen rep? Um, I would say um, to be prepared, right? I mean, there was opportunities that I could have closed. I just like, there's so many cringy stories where I got to docs and then, you know, I passed the iPod across the table and like looking at him like, what the freak? Like we just have this awkward, like looked at our faces. I did that yesterday, bro. Don't worry. Be prepared. Even Carson has those days. Even I, I have those days. Dude. Yeah. So, but like, um, I would say role play, you know, role play a lot before you, you know, take up your first sit, have some kind of process that like you have. Um, some kind of foundation. I think, you know, part of my problem was I would go to each sit and it'd be a little bit different. And so I had no idea what I needed to fix, you know, because there's, there's so much, so many variables that, you know, go into the close. Um, so I role played on the off season to get almost the exact, you know, wordage. Like I, I said the same things almost to the, you know, the same, the, to the T. Um, so I had a foundation that I could build upon that I could, you know, fix here and there. I think that would, you know, help a ton of self-gens just, you know, get a foundation and then work, work from there. Yeah, no, I agree. So your biggest tip for new reps is just be prepared. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like an Eagle Scout, be prepared. Oh, yeah. I, I have no doubt. This is off the record, but Alex, are you an Eagle Scout? I am. Oh, how'd I know, dude? Of of course he is. Alex Alex is the guy that did it himself, too. Yeah, he didn't have his mom do it. No, but that's a good tip. Be prepared. And so things you would do is you would role play before the year starts. I mean, obviously, probably reading training manuals, videos, reading books, stuff like that. Just be prepared in all areas. Well, yeah, and and I think, you know, all that content that I, you know, went through was helpful. But it's hard to implement all those things if you don't have a foundation. Um, so just getting that foundation, something that you can work off of, I think is huge. Dude, I love that. Another question we want to ask you is what does a typical schedule or like, what's a typical day look like for you? Do you have a routine you do every day? How do you manage your time with knocking, closing? What do your evenings look like? Talk to me about your day and your schedule. So, um, my morning routine, something that I've like, feel like I've been developing for a few years now and the empower just supports um, and, and helps me to be consistent with that. But I always wake up at six, um, go to the gym or do some kind of exercise and then I'll shower, get ready. And then I'm doing, um, if you guys have read the miracle morning, such a solid book, it, it goes over, um, you know, some things to do. So I'll meditate journal, visualize and do some affirmations, um, read my scriptures, plan um, and review my day, and then read a book. So typically some kind of self-improvement book. Um, so 
sometimes I'm not as consistent, you know, or I don't hit that perfectly, but that's the schedule that I have designed that I've been pretty consistent at. Um, and from start to finish, that usually takes, you know, upwards of two hours. Hey, Alex, when you plan in the morning, what do you plan? Um, so I'll review my day, look at uh, what I got going, and then um, mostly, I'm, at that point, it's mostly reviewing. Um, but, yeah, I'd say that planning, you know, what I'm going to be doing each hour. Um, but, yeah. Alex, what are some of the affirmations you do in the morning? I'm curious. Affirmations are something that personally I'm just getting into um, over the years. Like, I don't know if we're just an older generation, but Karis, I feel like when we were in high school, it wasn't like, it wasn't really a thing. Yeah, I didn't know what that was till. I mean, there wasn't a lot of mental health anything, yeah. I feel like, right? And I think the affirmations kind of go hand in hand with mental health, Yeah. right? And so... It's something that I'm just getting into. I'm just trying to learn about them more and more and use them in my life. It's funny how different it is. Like when I first started selling at Empower, there was four people in a broken down house. There was no schedules or affirmations or anything, right? Yeah. And so I love to hear about this stuff you guys do. So what what does that look like for you, Alex? So I started, um, I'm not someone who naturally like has a ton of self-confidence. Like I've had to you know build upon that. Um, and so it started with just like, um, saying out loud things that I'm already good at. So, you know, I'd look at the books that I have, like this stack of books and, you know, tell myself I'm a reader, I'm a learner, I love to learn. Um, mm. Or look at all my plans, my schedules, my calendars, I'm organized, I, I, uh, I'm a planner, um, I'm driven, just things that I already knew about myself. And that's where it started. I think, you know, for me, when I, I first started, I'd like tell myself I'm self-confident and, you know, do some of these things that I knew wasn't necessarily true. And so starting to do things that I already knew was true really helped me. Like if you ask me if I'm a reader now, like I'll totally tell you I love to read. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, six months ago, I would have told you, I like, kind of like play it off like, yeah, I, I try, you know, whatever. But like, in reality, at that point, you know, six months ago, I had already read, you know, probably 30 plus books of self-help. Um, wow. But I still would have told you, you know, just played off. But now like, I'll, I'll tell you the confidence. So I you're a little more confident now. So every day, yeah, totally. do, you, do, you, do you have the same list of affirmations or is it revolving? Is it different every day? Um, well, when I first started, it was just kind of revolving. Um, now I'm transitioning into something that's, you know, set and and you know, Brandon's training is freaking solid. And I, I haven't, you know, quite got it to that point, but uh, I'm getting there. <laughs> it's something to do That's for awesome. sure. That's awesome. And so after you finish this part, this all this morning routine stuff, let's talk about sales. How does, how does it usually look? How do you manage your time on the doors, off the doors, in appointments? How does that work out for you? Um, I try and be out there and then just try and stay busy. Um, try and... Uh, be effective with my time. It's, it's kind of tough. You know, I'm, I'm uh, still learning myself with how to handle, you know, going to appointments and then if they no show what to do, you know, with that dead time. One thing I found really effective is like with follow-ups, um, like I've had probably four or five that I like just show up at a random and then close them. Um, just being like organized with that. Um, That's has, true. I found to be like, if I'm in an area with a follow-up, 
like I'll just you know stop by and, and close them, and you know it, it, that's been effective. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I just try and you know stay busy, use, utilize my time, um, just where the best I can. Obviously, I'm not perfect, but um, I don't know if I have a super good answer besides just you know just doing my best to make it happen. Dude, I think that you gave a great answer because the answer is I just do my job. Yeah. Right? Like, I just go outside. I knock when I need to knock. I close when I need to close. I'm in appointments. I get put effort in. If I have spare time, I knock. Well, I mean. Yeah, and I think Alex answered the question earlier when he was talking about planning where he said, like, I plan out what I'm going to do every hour. Yeah. And, like, Alex is, from what I've seen, and I'm not just trying to, like, compliment Alex all this time. Like, this is truly what, like, I've seen Alex do is like when he says he's going to do something and just does it. And so like if Alex puts in his calendar, like I'm going to do these things, then he's just going to do it. I think that you've had so many good one-liners this whole time. I love one thing you said is I don't take shortcuts. I take smart cuts. That's sick. I think that's a really cool one line that I want to start thinking about in my life and incorporating. And that's what it seems like with your day. I'm sure you're effective. I have a few more questions for you. I know we're kind of running out of time. Alex, you worked at another solar company before coming to Empower. We don't need to mention their name. We don't need to talk about them or anything like that. But I'm just curious, what's the difference between that company and this company? And why do you stay at Empower? Why did you come to Empower? And how do you feel about your future at Empower? That's a good question. Um, so I was, I was only with that other company for like two or three weeks. And my experience over there was... Um, no one really cared about me. Like I was, I was, uh, I don't know if I, I don't want to sound prideful, but I, as a, as a rookie, never doing sales, I pulled more bills than anybody out of those 15 guys. Cause I just freaking grinded. Um, and like, I had no, no one trained me. Like I had no idea that, you know, two spouses were supposed to be there. And my manager actually got mad at me for not doing that. And I just didn't know. Um, culture wasn't good. Nobody, I was the only one waking up early. Um, having good habits like reading and stuff like that and just kind of felt alone. Um, like, yeah, anyways, just the culture. And then I came over to Empower and like personal development has always been important to me, financial freedom, you know, well before, you know, I, I got introduced to Empower, I was trying to build a lot of passive income. Um, so just Empower really fits who I am and I'm trying to be really well. So like, I just feel like I'm, it's a good fit for me. I, I feel like I belong here. Um, my future here, um, I'm just going to, you know, go as long as I can. You know, as long as the opportunity is here, I'm going to try and milk it out, you know, take advantage of it. Um, my goal um, at the beginning of the year, so me and Carson at, at the end of the year last year sat down to like one in the morning planning out, mapping out how many installs. Um, how many sales I would take each month, what I was going to do with the money. And I've written that down. And honestly, I look at that. I can't say that I've looked at it every day, but I've looked at it close to, um, you know, just figuring out how am I going to make this happen? Um, and honestly, I feel like that's been something that has really helped me is my brain just finds solutions. If I'm focused on it, your brain, you know, my brain just comes up with solutions on how to you know, make it happen. So, so cool. I uh, you keep making me think about like Mamba mentality. Diego sent me a podcast by Ed Milet and I, I don't even know who it was. I didn't even read who, who was on it, but it, it was this dude that was, 
affiliated somehow with Kobe Bryant. And I, don't, I only listened to about 10 minutes of it. But he's like, dude, the Mamba mentality is a freaking real thing. Like he puts his mind to something and he focuses on it and literally nothing else matters. And like that's that's kind of like what I keep kind of hearing from you. Alex, something that I have a question about though is like the culture that you guys have created in Virginia Beach. Like no one really – there's not a whole lot of guys there that aren't doing very well. Like everyone's everyone's doing pretty dang good. What are you guys doing right now and how does self-development – come into play with that so actually that's a really good question it's really interesting to look so we have two apartments um of, of guys and my apartment they're just a bunch of solid solid guys like we're waking up at six freaking reading you know you just have these habits that like no matter what everybody's up at six doing their thing reading you know training like I got, so there's these two guys that showed up and they're just constantly asking me questions. Like I remember being in bed at like 1030, winding down for bed. And this guy, you know, comes in and he's asking me, Hey Alex, how are you, how are you so consistent? I just don't like, and just like asking me about questions. Like it's so sick to be around them. They're just learning and hungry. Um, and then the other apartment, um, has done a lot better, but they're at one point their habits, you know, they're waking up late, going to bed yeah. late weren't reading, you know, weren't training and, you know, the results kind of showed like at one point, I think that whole apartment apartment or one week that apartment bageled and we hit a one CPR cause of my apartment just freaking went hard. Um, yep. so I don't know. The boys balled out, dude. For sure. And what, what's been coolest for me is to see, cause like, um, like Trev Fielding, for example, like, is like I want to see him succeed so bad like his dad was like a mentor to me it's like to see him succeed is so cool and what's cool is to see all of you guys just like create this sick culture like everyone's doing 75 hard like everyone just like pushing each other like doing all these cool things and and it it kind of reminds me of for one week when I was doing alarms one week though the rest (laughs) the rest of the time it was not like this (laughs) But, like, everyone, like, pushed each other so hard, and it was, like, everyone's getting clothes today no matter what. And, like, if you were the only one without a clothes, like, guys would go out and, like, knock with you. That's sick. Dead, dead serious. Like, it was so sick, and it was just, like, such, such cool culture where it's, like, hey, no trolls left behind, you know? <laughs> no one was left behind, and everyone grinded, and everyone had success, and, like, everyone else made sure that they had success. And your your apartment right now, it's it's kind of, like, almost like it's its own mini team. And it has its own mini culture that is just killing it, dude. For sure. Bro, it has been so good to talk to you. As you can see, I got a bloody nose. The last, like, five minutes why I haven't spoke is because I've been sitting here. I just get a bloody nose, just minding my own business. So it's been cool to listen. I've been I've been taking care of business over here. But, dude, you are such a stud. Like, seriously, you are so amazing to hear from. Your journey has been a bit rocky, but now you're on a good path. You are crushing it. I mean, you have a real shot of making like hundreds of thousands of dollars this year, right? And you have lofty goals. I know you're going to hit those goals. Before we wrap up the podcast, is there anything that you want to say or anything that you haven't been able to get out so far? I would just say like um, for those that don't feel like they're like naturally blessed as, as, as you know, good salesman, like you can learn. Um, you know, if you just – don't quit and just, you know, show up and do your best. Like 
you can learn. Like a lot of these guys that have talked to me know that naturally I'm not, you know, good at talking. You know, this coming on a podcast was pretty, you know, I was, I got nervous, um, for it. Um, but like, if you just put in the effort consistently, like you can make it, like you can make it if you just show up and do your best. And, and some days you're going to feel like you're not going to feel it and it's going to be a tough, but if you just show up and do your best, like you'll be okay. I love it, dude. Well, that is a wrap. It's been so great to have you on here. That's another episode of the SauceCast. <laughs>